0: Welcome to Not Another, your brand new favorite podcast you've never heard before with your favorite lesbian in training, Alex Rubin. We're going to be talking about all things pop culture all the time through the queer lens of my gorgeous hazily eyes. I'm really hoping that you stick around. You get excited. We have an amazing episode for you today with somebody who is super important to me. I cannot wait for you to hear this. Tune in every week. It's about to be the shit. I cannot wait for you to be a part of this journey. Let's get into it, please. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I feel honored and blessed and gay as hell today. (laughs) I have my Harry Styles hat on. I have my titties out. There is no bra on. My nips are hard for this pod. I cannot wait. I hope your nips are hard. If not, prep them because today is going to be fucking crazy. So today with me, I have not only a friend of the pod, but a very near and dear friend to my heart. The only person that I know in this world that would have 95 copies of Madonna's latest album, (laughs) Madam X, considering I don't know anybody else that has more than one or one at all. Somebody that would budget to buy a PJ Harvey t-shirt when nobody knows who PJ Harvey is. The one, the only legend, Frankie hi hi this is my best friend frankie that's
1: like what that i want all of that on my gravestone when okay I, die. I mean i can i'll arrange that for you 95 copies of X is pretty much my entire personality summed up into one small
0: phrase i agree with you and i'm really really happy that you're here <laughs> thank you for being my first guest i wouldn't want it to be anyone but you yeah congrats on the pod thank you very much i appreciate it i'm looking at my producer jamie right now and this is our baby yeah she's I, she is rubbing her nips for me which is honestly a customary greeting between us at this point every zoom call it's a quick (laughs) nip rub and we get started um so we have uh we have a hot topic that we're going to talk about today but first
1: well okay first off let me just say Mm -hmm. um uh, this is a really big moment for you because you are anybody that knows you and for people that are listening you probably do not know alex yet You will know her very soon, especially because she wears her heart on her sleeve and tells everybody everything in a good way, not in like a spill your secrets way. Okay. Um, You are probably the funniest, the most like on point person that I know so i'm very excited for you and i'm very happy for this because now not only will just your surrounding friend groups and the people that you love see that but the entire world's gonna see that and that's gonna be really amazing so wow, congratulations on this. that wasn't
0: even rehearsed thank you that yeah. was so sweet thank you so much well wow. okay well
1: don't cry because we have no 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 we had, we had a lot
0: more to do i'll cry <laughs> later uh like always um so we have a hot topic to discuss the word iconic because that word nowadays is everywhere anywhere advertisements can say something is iconic people on twitter can say that something that happened on the street was iconic a drag queen does a death drop on rupaul's drag race and it's iconic i don't know what the drag queen's name is i don't know what's going on there's 50 of them that all do death drops all at once the point is this word this word that we kind of oversaturated to the point where it's not like not everything can be iconic do you know what i mean yeah that doesn't make any sense
1: yeah okay so I feel like the the thing that everyone should know is that we get annoyed when
0: people call
1: things that aren't iconic, iconic.
0: There's an immense weight to that word and it should be treated as such. So for everyone that doesn't know me, because
1: m- nobody knows me, I'm somebody that has loved pop culture my entire life. Forever. Like I've been always fascinated by like, not just, you know, seeing a pop star look good or what they're doing, but the messages behind everything. Mm -hmm. I was always really drawn to it, I think, because I had a love for, like, the art form of, like, pop art and, like, what Andy Warhol kind of stood for and the way that, like, art was a very subjective thing. And I grew up sort of, like, going to art museums and stuff like that. And I think the word iconic to me has a lot of weight behind it because it feels like something that back in the day you really had to earn.
0: Yeah, you had to work really hard to get there.
1: Yeah. And it used to be used like i think about like in the 80s and 90s like the word iconic used to be used when something like really drastically groundbreaking happened so like pretty soon after even like madonna's blonde ambition tour right which was basically like the first pop tour in history
0: yeah and never been done and definitely uh was the kickstarter to everything that we know now that was the defining moment that created this entire space for all of these pop stars to do all of these things let's just get that on the table
1: the way that i think about the word iconic it's something that created an earthquake-like effect and changed the course of whatever it touched. It changed the way that that thing started moving. Totally. So you know, one of the 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 things that I always think about when I think about the word iconic is like take somebody like Rihanna, right? Okay. I admittedly, and I'm admitting this to the world or whoever is listening. Mm-hmm. I admittedly did not used to like Rihanna, which I know is like. <gasps> A big deal. Because everybody loves Rihanna, right? Come get her. But I love Rihanna now. But I used to not like Rihanna. Because I felt like Rihanna was just like, you know, a one-off sort of like, you know, she had a few hits. Like, I didn't think that to be about her. But then what happened was... She started carving out a lane for herself and building an empire. And for me, when you start to sh- sort of transcend past these small one-off hits or things like mm-hmm. that, is that's when you really start to become iconic. And for me, that's when she, like, earned the label of iconic.
0: See, I agree with you. And it's so funny that you say that exact trajectory happening for you with Rihanna. Because, and I hate to admit this, and I am going to admit this, that's how I felt about Gaga. Word for word, I'm not joking, when I first heard Just Dance and I saw her name, Lady Gaga with the two capital G's <laughs> on the radio, I said, who the fuck is going to listen to someone named Lady Gaga? Like, yeah. that's so fucking whack. Like, I'm never going to listen to this person again. And we're never going to hear from this person again. This would be a one and done. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, obviously, tremendous talent, Oscar winning performer. Mm hmm. Changed the game for a lot of people, really championed the LGBTQ community, which is dope. Thank you, sister.
1: Let's let's talk about Lady Gaga for a minute. All right. I feel let's like talk that's a very it. important thing for me as a guest on your podcast. To I, talk agree. About. I agree. I okay. agree. I agree. Um I've been a Lady Gaga fan since two thousand eight, as many of her fans have been. Um you're like, like,
0: you're like not all, not all though. Not all, There's a
1: lot of like new league little monsters and like, understand
0: from, that right now that this is not the place for you.
1: They terrify me they think like art pop is like a relic of a long lost relic of time i'm gonna let you y'all know this right now it's not it's really not it's really not so it's, i mean read it was a book. like we gotta read a book i mean like in some ways it kind of is but it's like i was there i feel like i was like making i was like i was like fighting the war you of, had to like, beg me flop, you had to beg Lady me Gaga to go era.
0: you had to beg me to go to that show Remember, yeah. you were like, Will you come to this, the Lady Gaga show with me? And I was like, Okay, I guess. And you're like, Will you camp out with me? I was like, Absolutely not. We were not. down
1: bad. The I veteran monsters were down bad. Okay. I feel like I started liking her because she reminded me, kind of talking about things being iconic and my love of pop culture. She reminded me of David Bowie. That was initially my first, uh, my first love of her when she had the lightning bolt and, and, and also, um, mm-hmm. When she wore the hood like Grace Jones. I loved if she reminded me of like sort of the people that I love in the my past like history of pop
0: culture and loving okay. that. I've always loved David Bowie. Um I feel like that was probably intentional and she probably would be grateful it, that yes, that's how you felt. It very much was.
1: Um she reminded me of David Bowie, she reminded me of Grace Jones, and then of course she reminded me of Madonna, who I've like loved my entire life. Um, from, like, literally the time I was, like, three.
0: Madonna would also very much agree with that statement. Yes. Yep.
1: Madonna would, yes. Yep. Re- call her reductive, reductive maybe, like, another time. Look it up. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, that was my initial, I was, like, oh, like, she's really cool. Like, I love, you know, I love that she's, like, sort of taking these themes and, like, making them her own and it, like, doesn't feel like she's, like, not in my generation. Like, whatever. I was about 16, 15 at the time. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it was, like, banger after banger look after look and i was just like slowly getting into her i had a friend who one time and i'll never forget it i was like liking lady gaga but i didn't want to admit that i was obsessed with lady gaga and then my friend at the time told me like we know you're obsessed with lady gaga like just live it out like just live just do it just live it
0: that's very like that's what a liberating friend to like be like it's okay you can be obsessed like we all know
1: it was like they were in an annoyed they were annoyed by me by saying that,
0: but if yes, it was very, very yeah. Liberating. But it does the the intention was there regardless yes. of if they were annoyed or not. That's a very good friend yeah. considering I was obsessed with One Direction and nobody let me be obsessed. They were like, "Please shut the fuck up." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, okay, this is the only CD I have in my car though, so y'all can walk if you want." Oh, I
1: remember those days. Oh, um, it was so good. Okay, so Lady Gaga was cool, right, from a pop culture perspective, and then at the same time, I was like 16, so I was like, gay. Not out of the closet, but clearly gay. Yeah, the same, like, typical story that everyone has. Like, I, you know, she felt like a liberating thing. Born This Way came out. It kind of brought it to the next level. And then my first concert was the Monster Ball in 2011. And I remember it just being, like, the most life-changing thing of my life. This is a story that, like, everybody has. But I feel like it is, it's kind of unique to hear now because there's so many, like, new Gen Z people who don't have these experiences with Lady Gaga. Like, Mm -hmm. they know her as, like, shallow and, like, whatever. A star is born. I mean, not
0: ugh. I mean, she won an Oscar for it, so not ugh, but, like, ugh, if that's, like, your intro to Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah, so fast-forwarding, I went to the monster ball that was like sort of what like sealed the deal i was like gonna never ever be different after that and i started seeing her i went to three art rave shows i was like hooked on everything she was doing i went to eight joanne world tour shows i saw her at the super bowl i won a contest to go see her i remember
0: i was there for that i was there when you got the the email that you'd won and we were at a shake shack in orlando florida and you immediately like dropped your food and i was like yeah are you gonna eat you're like no i i'm going to the super bowl i was like right but you still have crinkle fries so are you gonna eat those and you're like alex i like i can't even breathe right now (laughs) i was like okay can i can i have them yeah you you did give me them which was very sweet of you i did and then you did go to the super bowl sitting by the lake yeah i remember that. i viscerally remember that we were in adirondack chairs yeah they were green
1: wow (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so I've seen Lady Gaga now like 20 times. i met her three times. I'm not going to get a story of each thing. But for <laughs> me, it all sort of stemmed like Lady Gaga is iconic because she did something that was... She took essentially things that the other life people were doing. of other people. Right, and created her own like archetype of a pop star. She did. And That's a, for I me, it's like the word iconic has to have a mountain built around it i know that sounds really dramatic
0: no 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 that's the weight that we're talking about
1: yeah it's a heavy it's a heavy thing it's It's a heavy heavy, word a heavy word and i think my problem is now like it's become just sort of an adjective for nice and cool and fun
0: oh you know what that's a good way to think about it like somebody can't like you can be like oh my god that top is iconic
1: right like then that i guess like poses a question right like sure is the word iconic that how I think of it, which is like a very weighted? Like, that's still there, and we just now have a new like. I the word iconic is like an atom that's split into two. And okay, there's like
0: so. I think that that's a good. Yeah, I mean, do we think that there's there's still that living colossus that exists now? Like, or will there be another iconic person that comes in and changes the culture and brings that kind of like? momentous wind with them are we two
1: millennials ga- gaslight la- ga- oh my god are we
0: gatekeeping Gate- girl and <laughs> gaslighting what are they- what's like the bit what are, are we doing Are we two
1: millennials who are gatekeeping the word iconic maybe is so the word iconic actually watered down
0: i mean i think it's a- girl if you if i twitter search right now i'm gonna do that while yeah. we're oh, on the pod this is a good, okay if i fucking twitter search the word iconic i'm going to assume right now that there's not going to be anything with weight or depth it's going to be okay. a video from a charlie xcx concert of her singing vroom vroom and they're gonna be like this was iconic and i'm gonna be honest with you if that makes me a millennial that's gatekeeping the word i'm happy to be that millennial i don't care here oh, we go charlie
1: xcx is a difficult one to talk about iconic with because i do feel like she
0: i will agree with you i iconic because, wah, wah. because because i don't think because
1: iconic isn't necessarily success okay iconic is impact yeah but okay
0: think about like oh, charlie
1: xcx God. right think I, about I rarely Vroom, do room okay okay i i listen i'll think at, about
0: i i've done the it wasn't it. a
1: top hit
0: no it was not it really surely. wasn't
1: but if you go to like a charlie xcx show like the energy did of say that this. song like yeah you we've talked about this the energy of that song like at her shows is actually okay
0: okay literally the first tweet that comes up when i search the word iconic is a is a drag queen from rupaul's drag race entering the uh reunion episode that says cornbread wearing willow's entrance look and changing angle to ankle is such an iconic move hashtag drag race do you know what any of those words meant no okay so the the word iconic has been watered down and there's been a lot
1: of iconic things though with associated with drag race i feel like well i mean like rupaul is what i would RuPaul find is iconic. is iconic
0: but the a legacy are...
1: that mountain is there i
0: agree with you but are all,
1: there's but there's queens from drag race that i feel like are iconic
0: you're watering down the word am i there's no queen from rupaul's drag race you're that gonna is get,
1: we're gonna get dragged for this why because I feel like we're calling people's favorites. You know what? But that's reality. Reality girl, is harsh.
0: Girl, let's uh, let's address it right now. Are you now watering down the word iconic? Because I know, let's be. keep it one hundred. Alaska. It's hard. I love. I love RuPaul's Drag Race. I have such a like a fucking gas watching that show. I'm gonna say it. It's it's fun. It's queer. It's created a mainstream area for queer people to feel comfortable, a la straight people going to watch sports every week. Going to watch a football game, whatever the fuck, that is our that is our place. Mm-hmm. Bars will play it. People will come and cheer or cry or gasp or scream, whatever the fuck. And the show itself, I would call iconic. Yes, because RuPaul's Drag Race has now created major networks were fighting for the rights to have this gay drag queen competition show on their channel.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a queer competition show on vh1 at like a primetime. time slot. i like i literally
0: genuinely remember when it iconic. was on it was on logo tv mm-hmm. which was like you couldn't find that it, you had to wait for the seasons to go on hulu and then you would binge watch them until they took them off like three months later and i feel like now rupaul who i jokingly lovingly call a supervillain because i do think that rupaul is a super gonna bring up the f word fracking yes no we're not gonna talk about that because okay. i don't know other than that, she does frack. Okay. But I will say that um, RuPaul, who is an icon, is liter- like, literally, I will say, the queen mother of yeah. mainstream drag, point blank, period. So what I'm saying is, looking on Twitter, a quick search shows that the word iconic has now been kind of put into the zeitgeist as talking about something that somebody in particular likes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh Harry Styles just did Coachella last night and we just watched it this morning and would I tweet he brought Shania Twain on stage and they did uh, man I feel like a woman would I say that's iconic yes is it legitimately iconic in the in the span of pop culture and will pop culture shift around that moment no definitely not but
1: like if you talk about like janet jackson and and, uh justin timberlake at the super bowl that is iconic right
0: yeah that's an iconic moment that shifted the culture people talked about it forever it legitimately uh like railroaded her entire career yeah it literally
1: like that's a whole other uh, ah i can't point
0: is fuck justin timberlake that man sucks a bag (laughs) big old bag
1: she like really forgave him in the documentary she shouldn't
0: have he should you be know. paying reparations to women forever and black I mean, people mainly women yes women but i want to talk about now who we consider to be living icons in the moment like living icons dead icons uh, of like of more recent relevancy like okay. william shakespeare's an icon but i don't need to fucking talk <laughs> about that the bard knows his shit he okay. fucking did what he had to do but right now living icons i'm gonna put this out there right now madonna obviously it's not disputable she's the fucking queen of pop music it is what it is she will be the queen of pop music after she's dead um celine dion celine dion is celine dion is the best-selling artist of the 90s did you know that
1: yeah and i think you know what honestly celine dion what makes celine dion iconic also is that like she's an artist that kind of kept permeating years Mm -hmm. and years and years and like everybody has stories associated with absolutely
0: and even if you don't you fucking love my heart will go on you love it don't act like you don't you listening right now right i could talk about something for two days yeah just sit there in a room by myself (laughs) with a straight jacket on who else do you think is iconic um share
1: share yeah janet jackson of course
0: Oh well yeah, yes. Okay, Jamie is aggressively pointing her sign at Britney Spears, who yes. we could talk about that as well. I think That was gonna be one of mine. And I'm gonna say, and this I don't know if you'll agree with me, but I think you will. Britney is the last pop star that had like sing- the the entire uh collective's single focus. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like after that it branched out into, I will say beyonce katy perry lady gaga we got like the pop girls plural
1: it's funny you mentioned that i want to bring up somebody that i want to know if you think they're iconic
0: iconic sure okay go ahead mandy moore no
1: right okay so we're agreed on that okay mandy moore is not iconic
0: did you think think,
1: but (laughs) i don't before that like sounds really rude and harsh no i love you i like mandy moore like I I definitely like Mandy Moore. Okay. The thing is this. Go ahead. When we're t- and we've been talking about it so far, when we're talking about iconic, right? You have to be able to stand on things that change beyond what you were doing. Sure i feel like what happened with mandy moore mm-hmm. is that she was very big in the the late 90s right she had like hits like she had i want candy okay okay or missing you like candy sorry that's aaron carter <laughs> no, no
0: no 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 okay wait i have a question what is another song by mandy moore besides candy
1: well i was really into pop music so i'm the bad, the worst person to ask because i know her like discography i feel like that's fucking insane in my pocket I- does anyone know that song
0: can you sing a little bit of it Nothing for the Nothing in my pocket.
1: It had like a Bollywood <laughs> theme to it. Like, I'm going to be honest with it you. It was her, the
0: first time I've ever heard that. And that's very good. It's like, among the many
1: muted faces. I'm trying to find me in the spaces. You're to my song. It was in like that's 99 good. or 2000. That's really and good. And it was her second album. She had her hits. She had her pop hits in, in the 90s, okay? I know a few more than you know, whatever. Because she sort of started to fall off at that point. Yeah. Um, and she did like a walk to remember, and like had a notable like career. But that was, I think, unfortunately, just she was caught up in the mix of like there was a lot of movies at that time that were like that. If you think about like the movies at that time, sadder than the notebook. Yeah, right. But like, does Gen Z know a walk to remember or the notebook? Don't fucking
0: know. Ask a Gen Z
1: i feel like i let me call
0: my local youth
1: but no the (laughs) idea though is that like generally like gen z will probably have heard of the notebook but not have heard of a walk to remember can i be
0: honest pause for a second i agree that'd be a really funny bit that'd be a really funny bit if i could be like hold on let me call my local youth. i just call albert for everything i'll be like my local gen z hey albert really quickly do you know what a walk to remember is can we do it no
1: can you call albert and ask him yeah Okay.
0: Okay. So I don't know if he, if he doesn't pick up, then we're gonna scrap all of this. But if he does pick up, this is gonna be fucking hilarious. So uh, we're gonna call. We're gonna call okay. my friend Albert, and we're gonna ask him if he knows a few things to to test if they are actually iconic or not. <laughs> hi, babe. How are you? I'm
1: good.
0: I'm just at Aragon right now. Oh, cute. Um, listen. Me and Frankie are here. Say hi, Frankie. Hi. Hi, Frankie. We're recording the podcast right now. And I want you to be on this for a moment. We have a question for you. Okay. Okay. So we are discussing, um, like the word iconic and things that are, and are not actually iconic. So my question to you is, have you ever heard of the movie, a walk to remember before?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Okay. And have you heard of the movie, the notebook?
1: Yes. There you go. There it is. And
0: that was, that was my, our segment. Ask my Gen Z friend. Thank you, Albert. I appreciate you, and I will always come to there you for this is. perspective.
1: Of course. Let me know if you guys have any more questions.
0: Oh, I will. Thank you, my gorgeous, gorgeous youth. You keep me so young. <laughs> All right. Bye, baby. I bye, love you. Bye, Albert. I love you. Bye, bye, bye. bye fucking fantastic so there it is yeah mandy moore is not iconic
1: i love her but she's not iconic
0: i mean i I feel like you're it almost seems like you were arguing this topic with you or i fully absolutely said she is not iconic (laughs) so let's get a little bit back to the place where so we were naming the people that we believe were iconic did you agree with my list so far by the way yes i do madonna queen mother that's she's the one celine Cher, janet whitney obviously rest her soul um we're gonna i mean men bowie elton john. prince elton john um the yeah, rolling prince stones i would yeah, say like mick jagger, mick jagger yeah uh the beatles Sorry, they're really fucking annoying. <laughs> but
1: they but they are Freddie Mercury. They're a bit the Beatles are iconic.
0: I know they're iconic. I'm just bored we can't of put them our and personal their stupid opinions. haircuts. They look so fucking stupid. Whatever. My mom likes them, so I <laughs> shout out to the Beatles, but like fuck off. Um Freddie Mercury and, and Queen. Yes. Okay, fine, you that's, like Brian May. Yeah, that's all the men we're gonna talk about today. Um back to ladies, because <laughs> okay. we're gay. Um <laughs> and nobody cares. Um Britney Spears is the last big pop star of her own like of like uh, a singular focus from the community and culture, I think, because she was right before the Internet. She was the paparazzi. She brought the paparazzi into the forefront, which she obviously was not her choice. You could not move without Britney. Britney was everywhere. You wanted to be her. Men wanted to be with her. You Whether you liked her or you didn't, much like the Kardashians, you knew what was happening with Britney Mm -hmm. Spears. The 2007 incident where she was finally ready to claim autonomy over her body in some form, which Mm -hmm. obviously ties into the rest of her life. Iconic. Mm -hmm. Everything that happened with Britney Spears from the moment that she left the Mickey Mouse Club and Baby One More Time was released until now, even, Mm -hmm. has been iconic.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like Britney Spears was very much like th- a lot of these icons that we're talking about. The reason that they're iconic is also because they're like shape shifters, right? Yeah. And they really like change with the times um, and like not only follow trends, but like made trends. Like they're sort of like a walk. You have to like walk a line. And I think the thing that makes finding iconic people hard now is that because culture moves so fast like we don't all see the same thing like think about it like when baby one more time was number one everyone in the country knew baby one more time it was the number one song in america like but it was
0: legitimately the number one song in america
1: right now i have no idea what the number one song is and there's like a pretty good chance i've never heard it
0: it's actually harry styles as it was is it
1: really yeah it is okay so like i heard that on TikTok. Like, yeah. You know, at which...
0: I heard it because it lives
1: and breathes in my blood. Okay, so I know that, but there's like a huge section of America that does not know that song, Absolutely. unfortunately. I hate to break the news to you, Alex. <laughs> the fact is, back in the day, it was easier to sort of quantify what's iconic and be able to make You're right, you're right, you're right. Because culture moved in the same way like we got our news from the news we got our news from like the AOL homepage like oh God, like AOL. now it's like everybody's American culture experience is completely different based on your interests and so that makes things harder to identify what they're iconic because it might be iconic to your section of the community but to this section of the community it's not iconic at all yeah and that makes it hard to I IOL,
0: you got me there. From I'm sorry, I'm still kind of like reeling from the IOL (laughs) homepage. I can can hear hear it, the dial up. Oh yeah, I can hear the dial up, but I can hear the welcome. Whatever. You've got mail. Like that
1: guy. And when I didn't hear that, I was just kidding. I yeah. would get so annoyed. I'd be like, who the fuck didn't email me? Why is nobody emailing me? <laughs> back, to <laughs> okay, so. back to the icons. Okay. Back to the icons. Yeah. So listen, I just feel like in general, it's a lot harder to identify. So yeah. back to what you were saying, should we go through like who we feel like is going to be actually iconic? Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about artists currently that you yeah. think, I, I'll I'll give my after, but I want to hear what you think that have the makings to become iconic, that you see like the moves being made and the wheels churning that could get them there. Because what you said about Rihanna is very valid, that she has her hands in multiple things, she created a name for herself in multiple avenues, and she transcended past the purpose that she originally came for. So tell me now, out of all the artists currently, is there anybody that you think could be an icon?
1: Yeah. um, Well, the first one for me... That pops up is Billie Eilish.
0: Oh, 100%. Um,
1: And I think the reason that Billie Eilish is moving from, like, you know, the just has hits and, like, is very popular or whatever, mm-hmm. she kind of checks these, these boxes to me. Number one, she pays homage to the people before her. I feel totally. like that's always important. When somebody—you can always tell when somebody is really thinking about their career, when they're paying homage to who came before them. That means that they are— putting themselves in historical context and building out their art with that in mind. They're creating an archetyped out of Do you of that. hear this, Billy? So for me, it's like Billy doing like the cover of Rolling Stone with like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Like yeah. that to me is like okay, like you are aware of like, you know, who came before you and like your positioning in the world and like she's ultimately as she grows going to move in in that. So I would say Billy, I would say Miley um, I also feel like Olivia Rodrigo, in a lot of ways, is. Her album, like, okay, so there's been a long time coming in, like, Tumblr and on the internet and Gen Z and, like, whatever, of, like, everybody wants to revive, like, the emo rock music, which is, like, not surprising because the pendulum swings and it, like, totally was in rock, pop, like, everybody loved that in mainstream and like oh seven oh six before that oh three evanescence definitely like paramore warp tour like we were all there and then it moved into like edm and like everyone went to ultra for like five years i and did like, go to ultra in that right, phase too so i did totally I. did it i watched right.
0: somebody throw up a full molly pill and then take it again I, and was, then I, was I, me. I I'm just
1: kidding it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I did I, take medi- I literally I'm not kidding out.
0: I immediately sold My next day ticket I was like I can't do wow. that I'm not built for this I'm not cut out for this
1: Like, the pendulum swung there, and now it's sort of, like, swinging back. Like, everybody's missing, like, real rock music again. Yes, they are. In the mainstream. I'm not talking about, like, there's a whole culture of rock music, like, that I am tapped into on the side that we're not getting into that, like, has existed throughout this time. mm -hmm. But, um...
0: But not in the mainstream the way that Olivia Rodrigo is.
1: So, what I was, yeah, what I'm basically getting back to is, like, Olivia Rodrigo is essentially, like, the first, like, Gen Z or, like, newer artists to like actually like take the emotions and like arrangements that people have been like seeking from Mm -hmm. that, from that pendulum sort of swinging back and actually like make a number one hit out of it. She really like created that space and now other artists are trying to do it. Yeah. And that is, it's like, I get it. The stove of Icon Stove is on like Icon four and the the water is bubbling.
0: (laughs) I like Icon Stove. We're yes. at four, um, Sorry, I shook the table. I'm going to also say that Paramore... <laughs> oh my god, Haley Williams is an icon. I don't give a shit. You're yes, so fucking related, right, girl. You're so related right. Related to
1: this conversation, but at the same She's time... She's
0: also so hot. They're <laughs> <laughs> fucking she Hayley Williams. She really is. Haley
1: Williams. Okay. Uh, Paramore is transcending. Like, in 07, 06, 05, when they were like really big, a yeah. lot of bands are really big, and a lot of those bands <laughs> stay at they're like playing the side stages at Warped Tour still and yeah. Paramore is like a different band now.
0: I agree with you. It's just I'm like lesing out. So it's like very hard to it's like I need to like rewire. Hold on. Yes, Paramore is an iconic band that has transcended the cage that every single pop punk band starts I don't think they're iconic yet. In. I don't think they're iconic. No, they yet. have the making. They're going to be though.
1: I think they're like almost there. I think about it like Yeah. You know what's so funny?
0: I'm so fucking gay.
1: I remember when I was younger nirvana wasn't considered iconic yet Mm. is that i know that sounds crazy because like they are iconic now like they're a legendary like they're a classic rock band but i remember in like the early 2000s like they didn't play nirvana on the classic rock station no because they weren't
0: classic rock then and
1: my dad like loved nirvana and i love nirvana but like they i didn't
0: know what that was to be honest i'm not gonna try to act like i did i did not
1: oh i loved nirvana album i ever bought though was tragic kingdom
0: no doubt that's a cunt that's a cunt first album to buy yeah my first album that i ever got was i wanted it to be in sync but it was backstreet boys cuz they didn't have in sync in stock and honestly if we're if we're looking back at boy i can go into boy bands forever but if we're going to talk about boy bands for 2 seconds for let's the insync the insync backstreet boys some are boys, not iconic some are not let's let's discuss that yeah. for a fucking okay. moment and this is coming from... okay here we go backstreet boys as a whole sonically are better than in sync the five of them as a collective sing together better than in sync in sync had the heavy hitters of jt and jc chasse who absolutely carried that group because you do not have a fucking chris kirkpatrick solo moment on any fucking in sync album there's not a moment where you know what that dude sounds like mm-hmm. past like the faders and yeah mixers etc but all five of the members of backstreet boys sing harmonize collectively come together as a sonic group interesting it's true in sync lance bass i shout out to you lance bass love you you're like a sis in the community (laughs) but i don't know if you can fucking sing it didn't matter you were cute and you could dance and you could stand behind justin timberlake and that's what three-fifths of that band was now are they are they both iconic groups Mm -mm. who's iconic
1: should we say it at the same time?
0: One, two, three. three. In, in sync. sync. Okay,
1: great. We said that in
0: sync. One. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate said this. I'm not going to take credit for this. This is Michael's theory and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. There's a switch in Lady Gaga from when she gave a shit to when she stopped giving a shit. And I think that you agree with this. Yeah. And Michael said the moment that gay marriage was legalized, she stopped giving a fuck. And she was like, oh, the thing I championed is done now. I'm just going to kind of like coast. Like 2015? Yep. As soon as Joanne was over and gay marriage was legalized, she was like, Pfft. I'm going to be an actor now. I'm over it. <laughs> <Beatboard>. <laughs> and you know what? Can you argue, I get, yeah. Can you argue it?
1: I could kind of see that.
0: I do want to talk about this one person because this one person is currently the music industry at in in full. She yeah. is the music industry she is paving the way for people she is creating a space for people and she's also creating the conversation of the importance of of owning your shit and owning your work and obviously that's just going to lead right into it taylor allison swift is fucking iconic yeah and she will stand the test of time if you didn't think she was before when she was releasing, you know, like the breakup songs and the meh, 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 like it's not valid because it's a girl singing about breakup songs, whatever. Mm-hmm. The moment that she had her masters taken from her and she said, go fuck yourself. I'm just going to re-record him. Made them the exact same, but better because she sounds better now because she's an evolved, fantastic artist. Mm-hmm. She fucking put a crown on her head and said, I'm not going anywhere. She said, you can try to buy me out. You can try to invalidate me. You can try to turn my life's work into a fucking item Mm -hmm. that that can be purchased and sold like a stupid little fucking NFT, which is not iconic, by the way. Fuck you, NFTs. But (laughs) I am going to make this real, tangible and my own. Mm -hmm. And the Taylor's versions re-releases came out and they're bigger than the originals. And she's a fucking star, a fucking star
1: okay so let's break down taylor swift a little bit because that's that is really interesting so when we talk about iconic being on a mountain of cultural shifting things right mm-hmm. when i talk about that taylor swift is like the mountain is like we're on to like the second like mount rushmore like she's like head yeah like she's like it's the mountain was already built like i feel like taylor swift already became like iconic for like a bunch of other things um but What's the most fascinating about Taylor Swift to me mm-hmm. is her strategy, in especially with the re-release is not about necessarily the art as much. It's about the reaction she's really tapped into learning the reaction and she uses historical context a lot of sort of similar things like what I'm talking about with like Billy and whoever like using their history of pop culture and what they know Mm -hmm. to see like how they fit within there so with Taylor Swift right she started to carve herself out in this way that was bringing her into, like, the pop realm. She started. She made, like, 1989. She started moving in that pop direction because it was something that she felt, like, was missing from her career in order to create that archetype with her pop culture knowledge. Totally. Knowing that, like, it took Madonna, like, you know, changing and evolving over years. It took, like, you know, um, Mariah to sort of chop into different genres. Like, she sort of, like, took that knowledge and Mm -hmm. started doing that. And then what she did on top of that was take all of her old stuff that she knew didn't resonate with the new audiences that she was going after mm-hmm. and now redo them and like reintroduce them in ways that the audience is actually going to like it now. Because
0: you are, and you're saying this from a I mean,
1: perspective. Yes. So I am an example of that because I did not like Taylor
0: Swift, which is fine.
1: Like I just, I you know i was like swifty young and like every other like person th- a lot of people relate to this right like i just thought she was annoying i thought she was like singing about like guys i had the whole like misogyny internalized misogyny thing in there like yeah whatever like all of that whole nine yards um Ta-Voodoo i started paying real. attention 1989 when she was pop it was interesting a guy that i was like sleeping with at the time like introduced me to that album like whatever now I'm like really tuned in and discovering all of her old music as she's re-releasing them. And there's a lot of people like that. So I think it's just what makes Taylor Swift so impeccably like an artist that's not only iconic but really like revolutionary, like past that word, is the fact that she's able to strategically maneuver her career in these ways. And yeah. I, I just think it's so... She's a businesswoman. It's so she's a genius. Okay. Yeah.
0: So we have talked a lot about I, the word iconic, we've talked a lot about the weight that that has what is co- constituted as iconic, what isn't who we believe fits the bill and who we believe is probably going to fall to the wayside. And now what I want to introduce is an iconic segment <laughs> called What's That About? Every week, the person that I have on with me is going to get to bring something to the table, bring something of their own volition that I didn't make up and force them to talk about a gripe that they have or a hot take, or something that, like, they just want to talk about. It could be fucking literally anything. It could be anything in the world. Frankie, I'm going to give you the floor now to speak. What's that about?
1: So what I want to talk about, which is kind of related to what, what we've been discussing, but it's very pointed, is the Madonna TikTok. Okay. okay. So for those who don't know, it's basically this random TikTok Madonna did with, like, a filter on her face, and she looks weird. You can go look at it on her page, and it's, like, with her Frozen remix, like, playing in the background. But... What I want to talk about is why are people obsessed with Madonna like being different now than how she used to be? Like, and the thing is, I get it, right? Like her social media presence, like it's very face tuned. It's like, she's not like playing to her age. But I think like we need to give Madonna more leeway to like carve out her own space and do whatever she's doing because the reality is like there's been nobody as successful as madonna that's lived this long to be able to like do this on social media and and just like carve out like we've never seen a pop star be actively making stuff and on social media like in this at this age like in their 60s no i agree so my thing is why is everybody obsessed with with this TikTok? I don't get it. What I
0: is- Yeah, I mean, okay, so I did I have seen this TikTok. I've seen that okay. TikTok. You sent it to me before. You were the reason that I've seen it. Um and it is it is a little weird and I think that it is a little jarring to see an icon being this like kind of bizarre yeah the video is like a little haunted almost like i feel like there's like a there's a bad energy that surrounds this video that's why it probably has so many views because i feel like people just sit there and watch it over and over again like what am i watching right now it
1: also like apparently ended up on like everyone's for you page i mean like a lot of the comments were saying like like when you're scrolling TikTok and like madonna is weird as fuck on your for you page <laughs> Not that we Colin also H- have to talk about the fact that her daughter commented on it and wrote what did she write she's like
0: off a perk like
1: it's just like i don't know i, I feel like madonna
0: <laughs> what the fuck would you do if you were on TikTok and you saw a video of your <gasps> mom and everybody's like is she on drugs right now and it had 19 million views of your mother Kissing the camera, and then you felt compelled to say off a Percocet like.
1: Listen, (laughs) I think it's bizarre. I I, do think it's bizarre. I'm not gonna like sugarcoat it and be like, oh, I love Madonna, so like it's not weird. It's like a weird TikTok. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what she's doing and like why her social media presence is like. I mean, you're still gonna support her, of course. Like she's built so much, like, but. I think it's a weird fucking video. It's weird. Do you feel like uh, do you feel like Madonna is tarnishing her legacy by doing this? I'd like no. to know that.
0: No, I don't. Because I think that Madonna has
1: Do you think more people are going to watch that TikTok than they're going to watch the biopic that's coming out?
0: I think that that might help people watch the biopic that's coming out. If she continues to be weird and people want to tune in and see her be weird, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Madonna is doing what she's always done. We're just seeing it now. Madonna has always been somebody that is unapologetically herself. If that's weird and bizarre and somewhat dark coded on the internet, so be it. But Madonna has never once in the time that I've ever studied her, Mm -hmm. apologized for doing what she wants to do in the moment of doing it. And she makes the conscious decisions to do what she wants to do. If she didn't want that on there, it wouldn't be on there. Mm -hmm. If she didn't, if she thought that this is going to be bad for me, I'm not going to do it. It wouldn't be there You wouldn't see it I think everything That Madonna does Is authentically herself And in turn Nothing can tarnish Her legacy Because her legacy Is literally built On her being as authentic To herself as possible
1: I think her legacy Walks around In the form of Lady Gaga In the form of yeah. Like every other Like single artist Every
0: single pop girl That came after Madonna Is a walking embodiment Of her legacy
1: I think this This is my If I can Period. leave If I can leave Any note about Madonna here Yep I think we are lucky to have an artist that's been around for so long and changed so much, still making art, not a legacy artist, not making, not still relying on like their greatest hits to just have their career, still making like fresh art. Mm-hmm. And, Madonna is out of touch. I mean, Madonna was always out of touch. Madonna was always a diva. Madonna d- hated her fans. Like, never met fans and took pictures with them. Like, That's Madonna sickening. was always like up there and out of reach. I hate, like, I, I hate her fans. She's gonna too. be still. She just might kidding. post weird TikToks, but I think we need to just be thankful that somebody like Madonna is still around to be able to build out. A legacy for pop stars turning 65 because I'll tell you this Mm. when Lady Gaga is 65 Mm. she's not gonna have much ageism as much ageism and misogyny as Madonna gets now absolutely and why is that because Madonna just went
0: through it yeah she's paving she Madonna is doing the thing where she is like she is like the cruise ship okay like this for like a visual she's Mm -hmm. the cruise ship and all the other pop stars are boats that are in her wake behind her so she's taking the brunt of every wave. She's taking the brunt of every single riptide. She's taking the brunt of everything and creating a safe space for everybody else behind her to follow in her footsteps. Yeah. And that will happen until she's dead. Right. And that's just what it is. So people of the world. You better put some fucking respect on Madonna leave. and go watch right. that TikTok.
1: Go watch that TikTok. <laughs> you
0: better go turn that TikTok on right now. Watch that a- TikTok positive. and kiss you know what? your screen. You know what? Pause the pod for a moment. Pause us. Go watch the TikTok. I'm going to give you a second. Okay, I'm assuming that you've watched it and that you're back now. Um, if you thought it was bizarre and coded uh, in actual dark energy, you're probably not wrong, but you're better for watching it.
1: And you're now part of the Illuminati.
0: Yep, welcome. <laughs> that's what this has all been a up for. So I think that's a good place to end this, I will say. I think that we've covered all of the ground that we were going to cover. I think yeah. we've talked all things iconic and we ended it with the most iconic note.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know what, I, I do want to say, which I feel like we should say, mm. is We kind of talk mainstream iconography Mm -hmm. and what is iconic in the mainstream, but there's also like so many artists underneath all of these mainstream artists who, like, have honestly made them be able to be iconic. And there's like so many layers of like art and people in the world who are iconic that are upholding a lot of the legacies of these people. So I think we should, like, at least give a shout out because we obviously don't go through all that. And there's so many.
0: Yeah. This is the shout out to all of those people shout, yeah. shout out to you. Uh, I want to say thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for talking with me. And I mean, obviously we do this on the phone every yeah. day anyway, but thank you for coming to this amazing studio apartment in Williamsburg <laughs> and chatting with me about it into a microphone. I love course, you I and love you, you are an icon. Sorry, plug yourself. Where can people find you?
1: Um, You can find me on Instagram, Frankie underscore Sam. That's F R A N K Y underscore Sam. And my TikTok is Frankie P. If you want to see like really weird gay It's good TikToks. content.
0: It's great content, honestly. Um,
1: it's I'll, like random whatever I want to post. I don't really have like socials to plug, but follow listen. me. I'll probably follow back.
0: Yeah, follow him. He's also hilarious on Twitter if you're so inclined. <laughs> but um, I just want to say thank you again for being my best friend of being here. Nice. I, there's nobody I'd rather pop this cherry with. This was an iconic ep a pod. Um, and I'm super, super excited for where this goes. Hopefully there's more iconic things to come. There will be. Iconic things to come. I can't wait to see where it goes. Thank you, baby. I love you. I love you. you, too. Okay. Cut this shit. If you love this episode of Not Another and you're trying to figure out where you can get some more content and some more of me, you can go to our Instagram and our Twitter at Not Another Popcast, or you can check out our Patreon for even more content and the full unedited episode. It's very long. I had to edit this. It was... Trust me, it's worth it. Um, at Patreon.com forward slash Not Another Popcast. Okay, this was me just like jumping in. Love you.